Hello and welcome to The Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson. And because you know that my passion is to help dads become heroes, it's my joy each week to bring you relevant topics that support that goal, especially when it comes to the dad-daughter relationship. And I always begin by giving you the template that guides each conversation every week, which is on your mark, get set, go. So I invite you as dads to picture yourselves standing side by side each other, getting ready to run your fathering race this week. And I'm on the sidelines as your coach saying on your mark, get set, go. On your mark is the topic or the theme. Get set as I fill that in with stories and stats. And go is always your action step where you can put that theme into action with your daughters and your sons that week. So today on your mark is helping your daughter close the dream gap. Now, that might be a new term for you. So now for the get set portion of the show, I want to define that term dream gap because it's been a new term for me as well. And it was a couple of months ago that I was reading this article. So this is really hot off the press research. Comes from researchers at NYU, Princeton, and the University of Illinois who collaborated to present findings from what I would call their groundbreaking research. And here is what they said in their study. They said, by the age of five, girls quit dreaming and stop believing that they can be anything they want to be or do anything that they set their minds to. So this is what experts now refer to as the dream gap. What's interesting is that by contrast, boys in this age range, five to seven, in this study, reported that they weren't experiencing the same things. Isn't that profound? So this is something, this dream gap concept that I'm going to break down today and make it palatable and understandable is something that the research shows doesn't seem to be an issue for boys, but is an issue for girls. Well, let me tell you a little bit more about this study. They also reported that by the age of six, girls stop associating brilliance with their gender. Isn't that interesting? And they start avoiding activities that require what they perceive to be high levels of brilliance or intelligence. But for me, even the more heartbreaking reality is that these gender stereotypes regarding a lack of intellectual ability in females, when that takes root early, so we're talking about back to five to seven-year-olds, that girls begin to have lifelong negative impact in them on what they choose to do either now or in the future, their career goals, their interests, and all of that. Isn't that something to really take to heart here, dads, that your daughter, whether or not she's spoken this out, because I know I never did. In fact, this study was a real eye-opener for me to even reflect on my life, and I'm going to be sharing some of that with you today. Because I'm realizing the reality for most of us girls is that early on, without even realizing it, we're seeing that boys can do things and are smarter than we are, even though no one ever said that. And that's what this study, this groundbreaking study, revealed. So the good news in this study is that both girls and boys who were age five viewed their gender positively. So it wasn't, I don't like being a girl, I don't like being a boy. But it was more that girls had significantly more stumbling blocks and blocks in their thinking about how smart a girl can be as compared to a boy or a man. So I'm sure you can understand why I'm addressing this here on the Dad Whisperer, because I want you as dads to know that the ways that your girls are being shaped in their minds 
And in this culture, even as young as five or six years of age, if you have daughters that young, that you as a father have a key role in helping to close the dream gap for your daughter. That's even a hashtag that some people are now using, hashtag close the dream gap, saying that girls stop dreaming and there's a gap between where they are now and where they believe or think they can go. So I want to start by sharing a story with you from a mom by the name of Chelsea Johnson. And she writes in her blog on her website called Life With My Littles, something about the dream gap that I think you're going to find is pretty interesting from a mom's point of view. Here's what she writes. I first heard about the dream gap a few months ago when I was at the Barbie headquarters. Barbie meaning the doll, right? Mattel Incorporated. And she said, and this whole concept of the dream gap hit me hard. My daughter just turned four, and right now she is a bright, shining light in our family. She loves imagining who she can become, and her dream is to become a construction worker and a veterinarian. And then she writes in parentheses, we're lucky that Barbie makes a vet doll and a builder doll. So Chelsea went on to say that one day, my daughter wants to build her own veterinary clinic. To her, anything is possible, and I want her to always believe that she can be or do anything she wants. When I heard about the dream gap and what research has shown, I was terrified for her. I have friends with daughters between five and seven years of age, and they've casually said things to me that have shown that this age really is stuck in a place in believing that they can't do or be anything they want to be. She said, I don't want my daughter or any other girl to doubt her potential or to think that just because she's a girl, she can't become who she wants to be. Even if you don't have a daughter, I'm sure you can relate to this feeling. Now, when I read what she wrote, where she said, I'm sure you can relate to this feeling, my first thought was, I can relate to this feeling. Do you know why? Because this is my story. So today, men and women who are listening, I want to share a little bit today about how the dream gap has impacted my life personally. And I'm telling you, I did not even know this was a concept or have never even given this thought until I prepared for this program because I see how much this has impacted me at an unconscious level. So I'm going to give you some vulnerability here today. Here goes. Sometimes I have realized that people may assume that I'm smart because I have doctor in front of my name, right? That when those letters are in front of our name or at the back of our name, right? PhD, LPC, things that are after my name, that we make assumptions, don't we, about other people? And I realize that for me, that when people assume I'm smart and they say something to me like that, I want you to hear what I honestly say every single time. I usually say this out loud. I'm not that smart. I just work hard. Oh my goodness. Until this study, I read about it. I was not even realizing that this is what I say. Did you catch that? I'll say, I'm not that smart. I just work hard. And I'm telling you, that is not false humility. For real, that is what I say and believe. And now I tell women all the time when they come and interview me for things students do, I'll say, think big, dream bigger, go for it. I used to think I couldn't get a doctorate. I didn't think I was smart enough. But if I could do it, you could do it. You just do one step at a time. You can do this. You can do this. I believe in you. And I want to help girls to think beyond normal boundaries that may have limited them in the past. I mean, even yesterday, I had a dental appointment, and I was talking to my female dentist, and she said, my dad always told me, you can do it. And she said, all three of us girls, 
really, we shot for the stars. You know, here she is. She has her doctorate. She's a dentist. She said, but my dad made me promise I wouldn't get married until I was done with dental school. But look at here's a competent and competent young woman. Well, she's actually 50 now, so I guess I should say younger than me. But here's a, a woman who stands in her confidence because her dad believed in her. And even early, this is 50 years ago, didn't want her to think that even though she was a woman, that there was any kind of a dream gap. Her dad helped close the dream gap, didn't he? So I look at how she and I stood there and talked about the fact that here we are, educated women, and having dads that have believed in us has had a big impact on what we've done. So like I'm telling you, men, I didn't realize until this research that I actually had some healing to do on this topic because I realized as I listened to my self-talk how often the word enough has really gotten me stuck. Like, I'm not smart enough. They're smarter than me. I'm not as smart as them. So you may be a step ahead of me then when you hear me saying, I'm not smart enough. And here's the follow-up question that I want to give you. You may have already thought of this. Smart enough for what? Or smart enough in comparison to who? You see how relative all of this is, right? Like, how do you actually quantify smarts? Is it just IQ? But there's books now that are about different kinds of intelligence. There's a book called The Seven Intelligences, that there's an emotional intelligence, there's musical intelligence, there's spatial intelligence. That book and that concept was life-changing for me because, like I just told you, I have never thought I am all that smart. I don't even know what my IQ is. But what I realized, again, I'm telling you guys, this stuff is hot off the press. I've just been processing this, is that I'll tell you who I compared my smarts to. And it comes from when I was a kid. It was Stephanie Wearson. For me, she was the mark of brilliance. So look at here we're talking about boys and girls not feeling there's, you know, that there's competitive kind of dynamics there, right? That as a girl, they might think they're not as smart as a boy. But this example is about another girl who, in my mind, set the bar for what smart, intelligent, brilliant women look like or girls at the time. So here's where that came from. Every time we had a test, and I'm not kidding you when I say every time, and this is grade school, even into high school, every time we had a test, Stephanie Wearson would turn in her paper, you know, where you'd walk it up to the teacher before I was usually even halfway through. So she was faster than me, and in my view, she was smarter. You know why? She was always at the top of the leaderboard when the scores came out. Now, I know that now in this day and age, scores aren't maybe shown to every student, but in that day and age, you get your paper back, so we could all see what grade or number we had on the front of our paper. Stephanie Wearson was at the top of the leaderboard. So in my mind, early on, I said, I'm not smart. She is. It wasn't even one of those things where I thought we can both be smart. I'm telling you, dads, this is something that happens in terms of competition and comparison on Venus, where it doesn't seem like we can all be equal. There's like a pecking order. And so if she's smart or she's more beautiful, she's above me then. And it's kind of this dynamic that we get caught in, almost like we're in a hamster wheel inside of a cage where we're looping, thinking, then I'm never going to be as smart as you. Therefore, I am less than because you set the bar. Oh, my goodness. See, I'm doing a little therapy with myself here by doing this program today on The Dream Gap because I'm realizing that if you as fathers with younger daughters can understand this, you can raise them in a different way because we have research 
that says, if you don't address this early on, your girls are going to be stuck with kind of like a cap over their head, a block that doesn't allow them to dream beyond even what may seem possible. And this is where dads come in because the way you affirm your daughters is going to be internalized by them where she will begin to say, if my dad believes in me, then I can do it. Well, since I'm on this self-disclosure role here today, I'm going to keep it going because I want you men to get a little bit of insight into me that may allow you to understand your daughters, even your wives or women that you work with or interact with even better. But here's what I want you to know is that I self-deprecate as much as the next woman, even though on the outside, no one would guess that I do. And as a result, what I'm realizing is that I have been believing a lie that I'm not that smart. And what I've also realized is that through the process of looking at all of this, I'm seeing that I've been believing a lie that hasn't been broken because it's never been spoken. Okay, I love things that rhyme. You got that? I've been believing a lie that hasn't been broken because it's never been spoken. So the truth is that when lies that we believe aren't exposed to the light, they can't be broken because the light can't shed any difference on the darkness, right? That when light comes into the darkness, it goes away. And I think about the lie that I believe that I'm not smart. So I'm even saying right now here before God and you as my witnesses, God, I ask you right now that you would break this lie in the name of Jesus Christ and that you would allow me to see myself the way you see me and to know myself the way you know me. So maybe you're a woman listening right now that can relate to what I'm saying, and you can pray that prayer along with me. As God, you are my Father, you're my Creator. Jesus, you are truth. Holy Spirit, you reveal truth. Triune God, gather around us as women. I even want to pray this out to our culture. Would you begin to let us as women see ourselves the way you see us and stop believing lies that we're not enough, that we're not as smart as? And would you allow us to truly face what needs to be healed in us by bringing it into your light so that the darkness can be dispelled? So maybe for some of you dads, your go step today will be just this concept of, I need to work on daily building my daughter up. I want to affirm her in where I see her growing, where I see her giftings, so that she can begin to internalize those things for herself. Well, if you're just tuning in, I'm Dr. Michelle Watson, and this is The Dad Whisperer, and today's topic is helping your daughter close the dream gap. Now I'm going to tell you a little bit more about the dream gap in an amazing story that comes out of Mattel Toys. They're the ones that make Barbie. I was talking about that a little bit earlier. But they actually started something as a result of the research that I told you about at the beginning of the program that's called the Dream Gap Project. Their stated goal on their website is to close the gap that it stands between girls and their full potential through raising awareness of gender biases and stereotypes that are placed on them often at a young age. They believe that these biases and stereotypes are reinforced primarily by the media and, listen to this one, by subtle messages from adults. So dads, this is where you come in. I would encourage you to be aware in even greater measure as a result of this conversation to say, what are the subtle messages that I'm giving to my daughter? Let me go on by reading for you something that Mattel has on their website, which is a video of little girls, and each one of them has a line in this paragraph that I'm going to read you. It's really adorable. Here's what they say. Starting at age five, girls stop believing that they can be presidents, scientists, 
astronauts, big thinkers, engineers, CEOs, and the list goes on. Why? Because what else are we going to believe when we are three times less likely to be given a science-related toy and when our parents are twice as likely to Google, is my son gifted than is my daughter gifted? That's not cool. That's what they say. These little girls go on to say, we need to see brilliant women being brilliant and see how they got from where they are to where they are today. To imagine ourselves doing what they do, but we can't do it alone. Moms, dads, brothers, bosses, we need all of you to help. We need you to close the dream gap. It's up to all of us. Isn't that beautiful? Dads, you are a part of the equation to help close the dream gap for your daughters. Because I promise you, I'm not trying to just give a commercial to Mattel Toys and say, go out and buy Barbies because now they have ones that are astronauts and scientists and are modeling dolls that are more empowered, I guess I would say. But really, dad, if it doesn't happen at home, you can buy all the dolls in the world and it won't make a difference. And if this is the kind of encouragement and validation that a toy company's given, imagine how much stronger it can be if in the home you're supporting and encouraging your daughters to dream bigger, to dream beyond what they may even think is possible. I want to even tell you that a couple days ago, I was emailing my dad and I forwarded him what I would call one of the most bold interactions I'd ever had in an email exchange with another dad. And I was really calling him out on something. And deep inside of me, I wanted my dad to be proud of me. That's why I forwarded it. I didn't forward it to anybody else but my dad. And here's what he wrote back. Well done. 100% right on. Hopefully, it has been an iron sharpens iron situation. Proud of my girl, dad. See, he got me. He affirmed me. That was one of those deposits in me that stuck. That is what I want to encourage you as dads to keep doing with your daughters. That's how you close the dream gap. Well, before we wrap up this topic, I want to talk about a couple more ways that for me personally, this concept of the dream gap has shaped me. So because I was born in 1960, that means that I have grown up where I, as a little girl, always had male doctors, always had male dentists. I mean, th that was just how it was. I never even thought, I wonder if women will ever go into these fields. And I, I got to be honest with you, for a long time, I thought, I don't know if women are as competent. I've even, as a woman, been impacted by the dream gap. Even though now I have female doctor, dentist, as I told you earlier, I realize how much this has shaped me in a negative way to think women maybe aren't as competent. And I was telling you earlier about my conversation with my dentist yesterday, and she told me that she has had to work much harder than her husband, who is also a dentist. And she said, I know he doesn't get it, but she said, I have had to not only prove myself to other professionals, but I've had to prove myself to my patients because they don't believe always that I have what they need in terms of competence. And I'm saying, dads, this is something very real for many of us women that you won't understand. But when you affirm us as women, as little girls, we begin to believe that we're worthy and competent and confident. Let me tell you another way that the dream gap has shaped me. Now, I realize that some of you might be uncomfortable with me saying this, but I'm owning it, right? I'm talking about being confident. And it has to do with who we see in the pulpit. Is again, because of my age, right, late 50s, I grew up where only men were in the pulpit. I was raised in conservative Baptist circles. 
Foursquare now, but I've most often seen men in the pulpit, and that's just the way it was. I mean, I graduated from Multnomah School of the Bible. That's what it was called back then, now Multnomah University. And I took a homiletics class where I preached a sermon. And yet, to be honest, I never assumed that I would ever be preaching a sermon, ever. But I took the class, and I did the work, and I passed the class with a good grade, and I got good scores on how I preached— But there was that dream gap for me where I never thought of myself actually getting up and preaching. A book that really powerfully impacted me is a book by Chris Vallotton. He's a pastor at Bethel Church in Redding, California, and he wrote a book called Fashioned Terrain, R-E-I-G-N, with the subtitle Empowering Women to Fulfill Their Divine Destiny. Truly, this book was life-changing for me because he highlighted passage after passage in the Bible that was about women's roles, really talking about the cultural nuances that impacted Paul, let's say, in the New Testament to write about women. And he said so often these have been generalized beyond what Scripture actually wrote this to be about. And I'm not saying that he was just trying to go against Scripture, but he helped me understand it in context of where it was written and how it was written. And he champions women to be all of who God has made them to be, which for some is to preach and speak and teach as God's female image bearers. And now when I see women in the pulpit, I love how they reveal the nature of God in ways that I believe provide a compliment to men and reveal more of the fullness of the Godhead through joining the conversation. I mean, friends of mine who preach and teach inspire me to dream bigger for God. I just want to mention some of them. My friends Lori Salerno Maldonado, Bo Stern, Adrian Rankin, Pam Lau, Connie Patty, Amy Ellenwood. I could go on. These are women that I respect and that speak into my life, and I know that many men have told me how much these women have spoken into their lives in ways that they needed because they understand the Godhead better. Because as we know, in the Godhead is all femaleness and maleness. And so as image bearers, female image bearers, we are allowed to express the nature of God in ways that enhance our circles, not diminish them. So dads, encourage your daughters to face their self-limiting beliefs because sometimes we don't even know we have them. That might even be your go step is to take your daughter out to lunch, out to dinner, or if she lives remotely to start a conversation, even in writing to say, what do you believe you can't do because you're a woman? Just ask her that question and begin to open up a conversation because what I can tell you for me is that I didn't even know I thought a lot of these things until I prepared for this program. So dad, you may be asking yourself, how can I close the dream gap when we live in a culture that is coming against women all the time? I feel like i am got my back up against the wall. I don't know that I can make all that big of a difference. And I'm telling you, yes, you can. Because we as daughters need you to challenge us to face our fears, to dream beyond our self-limiting beliefs. We need you to remind us that we're not our failures that we can get up again and keep going. Well, I want to end our program today where I'm talking about how you as a dad can help close the dream gap for your daughter. And I want to give you two ideas of what you can do to help close the dream gap. Here it is. Number one, ask your daughter to write a list of 10 outrageous things that she wishes she had the nerve to do. Did you get that? 10 outrageous things she wishes she had the nerve to do. Then have her date it, 
and sign it. And here's why I'm telling you this holds power, because a decade ago, I actually did that. And I wrote in my journal, I want to write a book. At the time, it was a decade ago. I thought this is a crazy, crazy dream, but I might as well put it down there. And then I did it. So dad, ask your daughter what are 10 outrageous things that she wishes she had the nerve to do. And you can even make that your prayer list as you get that list from her to say, I'm going to pray life into those dreams that she has as outrageous as they might be. And the second thing, if you want extra dad points today, create your own list. Model to your daughter that you're never too old to set new goals and think forward in expanding limits. How's that sound? Well, if you've just been joining us, I'm Dr. Michelle Watson, the Dad Whisperer, and today On Your Mark has been helping your daughter close the dream gap. I trust that you've been given practical ideas, practical ways that you as a father can help your daughter to close the dream gap. As always, you can go to my website at drmichellewatson.com and find free resources where you can sign up also for my bi-monthly Dad Daughter Friday blogs. There's also a link to Amazon where you can get my book, Dad, Here's What I Really Need From You, a guide for connecting with your daughter's heart. You can always go to the Dad Whisperer podcast on iTunes where you can listen anytime. Well, this wraps up another program. It's been a joy to be with you here. I'm Dr. Michelle Watson signing off and encouraging you to make today a day where you are intentionally and consistently investing in pursuing your daughter's heart. Go Dads. Go Dads.